Hey, welcome. I'm your host, Gregory Ricks, a financial advisor here to answer your questions and help you win with your money. And I'm your co-host, James Parker. Today, you're going to learn all about selling that second home. Should you sell it? What are the taxes going to be on it? What should you do with the money? You have a complimentary download waiting for you on this topic. Go to gregoryricks.com slash podcast 64. This is episode 64, so it's gregoryricks.com slash podcast 64. Terry in Metairie, you're on Winning at Life with Gregory Ricks. How can we help you, Terry? Hi, how are you? I had a question, and I'm hoping that it wasn't answered before I tuned in because I caught the first part in my car and I had to wait till I get, got home. But my question was about the sale of real estate. Um, our situation is we have two houses. One we were just kind of hanging on to. We've never rented it, um, hanging on to it if one of our kids wanted it. And so I think because the market's so good and neither one of them looks like that they'll be staying in the city, um, we've decided that we're going to look into selling it. Tell me a little bit about both homes. Which home did you purchase first? The one you're thinking of selling or the one you're in yes, now? The one that we're thinking of selling. Okay. And you said you've lived in it within two of the past five years? No, we have not lived in it two of the past five years, but we lived, we've owned it for about 25 years, and I guess we lived in it about five years. But not in the past five? No. Okay. You probably are going to have a capital gain tax on that. Did you use it as the rental home? Was it no, and that, that well, that was my question because we haven't used it as a rental. It's basically just been sitting there, and it's still in my name. And but we do have our homestead exemption on the house that we're in now, so I wasn't sure if we would be able to sell that one since it's never been rented or and just use that benefit. Yeah, in that house, and then be able to use that benefit again on this house someday. Well, here's a little help for you. When you're selling a second home, you would in general owe capital gain taxes on any profit you mm-hmm. make when selling it. But certain exclusions may apply if you pur- purchased your home as a primary residence and it was your primary residence for at least two of five years immediately preceding the sale, known as the uh, two and five rule, you generally can exclude up to half a million of the gain on the sale if you're married and filing jointly. Okay. If, if you purchased your second home and it meets the two or five year rule, the amount of the capital gain exclusion depends on the amount of time between then and when you sold it. Now, don't go thinking you can split time between the two homes and then sell them yeah. and claim on both as your primary residence. The exclusion does not apply to a second home sale that occurs within two years of you using the primary residence sale exclusion on a different place, subject okay, to limited exceptions. It gets complicated, but I, I don't even think you fall into that complication at all. You sell it, yeah. you'll pay a capital gain on the gain above your cost basis in that property. Okay. That's what I wasn't sure because I've kept everything in my name. So I wasn't sure if we could just say, no, we've, you know, been living there and, and had, I mean, neither one of our houses we've rented and we don't plan to leave our house that we're in now for at least five years. 
so I was hoping that we would be able to just sell that one because I wasn't sure if they know where where you live or <laughs> what. But I really didn't want to be a landlord, so that's why we just kind of hung on to it. And it's turned out good for us because it, it has gone up in value. So, Well, that's a win for you, and it's a capital gains tax, which is a win also because that's tax-advantaged in that situation. Hopefully that helps. Thanks for calling and asking that question. And always check in with your tax advisor, tax professional, or a CPA when you're making big decisions like this. Thank you, Terry. Hey, Cheryl in New Orleans. You're on Winning It Life with Gregory Ricks. How can we help you, Cheryl? Hi there. I have a question. Um, we we own our home that we live in, not outright. You know, we have a mortgage on it still, but the house that we moved from, we continued to rent that house out. So we have renters in it, and it pays the mortgage, so it's a good, clear, you know, monthly, like they're paying off the mortgage. It went up probably 300000 So a lot of people in our neighborhood are selling those houses right now to get the money out, but my husband wants to keep it as a long-term investment, would you sell or would you keep it? If you sell, what are you going to do? It, that's the thing. And we lose so much. I think it's, what, 30% in the sale for taxes that we would lose right away? Well, you'll have a capital gain tax on that. So, yeah, you're going you're gonna to pay some taxes. But uh, are you looking to replace that revenue, that income property? And, and you do have a mortgage on it, right? Correct. And, and it will get paid off. Mortgage. Yeah, and when do you project it to be paid off? We have 13 years left on okay. the loan. What's your husband's age? He's 55. Okay, so is that going to be part of your retirement plan, the income production from that? Correct, because we both work freelance and film, so we don't have like 401ks or like stuff for a business or anything, so it's kind of just been this like investment we just forget about, you know, okay. that we could sell like maybe when he retires, but everybody's like freaking out like, oh, you should sell now, you should sell now, it's so high, it's crazy, you're going to make so much money. So your Schedule C, is is that the form you use on your 1040s, your tax returns? Right. Okay. Selling a property for a gain, taking this opportunity, folks in that neighborhood are doing so. I come back to this question of what are you going to do on the other side of that? And here's one thing about it, Cheryl. This is kind of like this isn't like, you know, this stock is way up and like, oh my gosh, should I take the profit off of it now? Right. And you might could sell some of that stock and take some of that r- increased risk off the table. But rental properties, we're we're talking about real estate as of this past April, year over years, up fifteen percent across the country. And over the past 20 years, it's averaged an increase of 4% a year. I, I don't think we're going, this is, this property is not the stock market. You have to look at the area where it's at. How do you think that's going to be? Ultimately, I think what we're getting to is this is an income source. that's going to be free and clear roughly at retirement time, another source of income, but getting back to this property's not going to tank everything being equal. It's not going to all of a sudden you lose your value and like, gosh, we missed that window. And if anything, your rental is going to be, will be higher in the future, that rental income. Thoughts or questions? Correct. So yeah, you would keep it then. You probably wouldn't sell it. I was sort of leaning towards that too, because the rent did go up. And now at this point, when we sign a new lease, we would have actually passive income since it's gone up so much. Yes. I'm, I'm on board for keeping it. Yeah. You would. I'm for keeping it. Because then if we sold it, 
if we sold it, we would have we were going to have to do like that ten thirty one exchange where then you take that money and put it into a vacation rental. But then it's like, well, then we're just starting over on a brand new loan when this one only has thirteen years left. And you're going to be paying more for whatever you go into because there's it's not like you're the only deal in town neighborhood that it's risen across the country. It's that way everywhere. And my guess is what you're wanting is probably not coming at a discount. You got to go look at where's a town in the country that manufacturing's moving out. So it gets depressed and I can buy into cheaply. That's not what you want right. to do right. there. And we're and about that- income. Income, income, income source. And do, you and think, you like do you think it would be a good idea? Then what do you think if we kept the house and we took out 100000 of the equity? Because we're now probably 300000 over in equity. If we took out 100000 and used that to put down onto something else, do you think that would be smarter since the rates are so low? I, I'm not going to get into the borrowing part of investing, and this sounds like you doing that to a real estate site, and this kind of needs to be your jam there. My thoughts on rental property, if you're getting into the rental business and all you have is one is you have a problem. But when you have like 10, you have a business because someday when you get to be 80 years old, who's fixing the water heater, the toilet, you know, those things. I'm thinking more of if this is something you want to perpetuate, perpetuate it into a business to where the handyman can be hired instead of you or you and your husband handling that as well. That's how I think of right. real estate. And just be careful leveraging. It is cheap. Just once again, you have to make good decisions there and it kind of be your thing. And once again, we're not finding discounts anywhere. And you have competition out there for other properties because we talked about in last hour equity firms with the billions of dollars are buying houses across the country mm-hmm. so you have competition for those properties but right and i'm not raining on that i think that's that for some people that's really a good thing for me personally it's it's it wouldn't be my jam i because of the, my belief system is what well, if i do it i've got to figure out how to get to 10 and it, and then knowing me if i get to 10 then i'm gonna well i need 10 more and I, right. I, I need not go there. It's right. not my thing. But if it's one situation, you would say don't sell it. Just hold on to it. Yes. I'm, I'm a fan of keeping it since it all works well for you. If it's a problem property and then you're like, oh, my God, I want out of this. Because we've had callers about that. And they're in a situation. Now, oh, I'm back at profit. It was depressed. Now I've got prices going up. Now I can get out. And it makes their life better. And they don't have to deal with it. Your situation is you sound really happy with it and where it's going and it becoming an income source. And if you do later decide to sell it, I believe it's going to be worth more five years from now. Really? Yeah. Everybody keeps saying the market's going to crash and tank and you're going to be stuck with this house. I'm like, I don't feel stuck with it. It's a great income and it covers the mortgage and it's been, it rents consistently. It never is empty. Our country is short for million homes we cannot Mm. catch up so prices are going up right that's where we're at as a country we need more homes and they're just not springing up it costs more to build and that's going to show up in prices in real estate that's not showing up yet either i think if you buy Mm. now i still think it's going to be worth more because it's costing more to build and these price increases if they're and building is stopped and 
because they're like, oh, is it going to come back? I don't think, once again, I'm not on the transitory train. I think inflation is here and we're, we're having inflation because we've had low inflation the past decade, so the Fed says, and really we have. Well, it's catching up now, and there's a new new pricing going forward for everything. Mm, okay. That's what I think. I think you're good. But okay. you and your husband say. talk about it, think it through, and hopefully this helps you come to a decision that you are happy with. Yeah, no, this sounds perfect. We just needed somebody on the outside to kind of tell us because we're not super great with business. We're just really good at working, but we're like, wait, we don't want to lose like our little nest egg here. What should we do with it, you know? Yeah, it's nice to pop up and have some pretty good value, and I think it's going to continue for you. Anything okay. else, Cheryl? Yeah. No, thank you so much. I really appreciate it. All right. Thank you. That's going to about do it for today's show. Thanks for hanging out with us today, learning a little bit about what happens when you're going to sell that second house. There's a complimentary download waiting for you on this topic. Go to gregoryricks.com slash podcast 64. That's gregoryricks.com slash podcast 64. Yeah, if you're needing help on something like investment planning, estate planning, you know, the guided planning system that we do is uh, income planning, just start with a 15-minute conversation, 504-832-9200 gregoryricks.com Gregory Ricks and Associates is an independent financial services firm that utilizes a variety of investment and insurance products. Investment advisory services offered only by duly registered individuals through AE Wealth Management LLC. AE Wealth Management, Gregory Ricks and Associates, WJ Blanchard Law LLC, J Heath and Company and Mortgage Gumbo are not affiliated companies. Investing involves risk including the potential loss of principal. Any references to protection, safety, or lifetime income generally refer to fixed insurance products, never securities or investments. Insurance guarantees are backed by the financial strength and claims paying abilities of the issuing carrier. This radio show is intended for informational purposes only. It is not intended to be used as the sole basis for financial decisions, nor should it be construed as advice designed to meet the particular needs of an individual situation. Annuities are insurance contracts designed for retirement or other long-term needs. They provide guarantees of principal and credited interest subject to surrender charges. Annuity guarantees and protections are backed by the financial strength and claims paying ability of the issuing insurer. Hypothetical examples have been provided for illustrative purposes only. It does not represent a real-life scenario and should not be construed as advice designed to meet the particular needs of an individual situation. Gregory Ricks and Associates is not permitted to offer and no statement made during the show shall constitute legal or tax advice. Our firm is not affiliated or endorsed by the U.S. government or any governmental agency. The information and opinions contained herein provided by third parties have been obtained from sources believed to be reliable but accuracy and completeness cannot be guaranteed by Gregory Rickson Associates. Neither AE Wealth Management nor advisors providing investment advisory services through AE Wealth Management recommend or facilitate the buying or selling of cryptocurrencies. We are Winning at Life with Gregory Ricks.